tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Join me as always, Xavier Guerrero and Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you guys? Good, man. Good. Good, Good episode. Man. What'd you guys think? What'd you guys think? A little like fun, a little spirituality. I like a, like with a Ryan reunion. and Nick. Yeah, I felt like a reunion. I felt like we were back in Vegas, episode five hundred. From from, from blood so said so. I think right? we needed that after the black pill of the last, you know. Yeah, the which is so. fine. We need those too. We need a balance of that. I, yeah, yeah, I totally think so too. Right? You need the you need to like be zen, but in constant fucking guard. That's how I think. That's uh, it. I'm so ready. it was a great episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And, you know, like I've said here a thousand times, this show will end when I'm completely blackpilled. If I'm completely blackpilled and thinking that there's no hope, I will no longer do a show. I just need you to know that. I have no interest in talking about stuff when the end is near. I will be gone most likely. Like if, if that's how you feel, I don't know how you do a podcast or do anything other than be ready for the apocalypse. Yeah, like other than stock but shit. But there are people that do I that, know, right? It's weird to me, yeah, it fucking blows my mind. Which oh, is fun. Oh, and Benjamin's kind of walking that. Yeah, that I line, think he's though. ready for it too, mm. man. And you still know. doing a podcast, huh? Yeah, but he is ready for doom and gloom, and yeah. I think Crow moved to a certain area. He's ready for it, and that's great. But I, I, I want to, you know, I, I love having those guys on and i'll always have them on because I, I you know crow 77 is one of my favorite people to talk to but i will always be on the side of the entities of light are going to win and that's a big part of the show so i hope you guys enjoy it we're gonna keep it real quick keep it fun keep it simple uh a couple things uh i am going to be taking off the week for a lot of my premium content i am burnt out i've been putting out six episodes a week for you guys for quite a while now and uh, I just need one week off, so we're gonna be doing all this, uh, all the, all the free content for you, uh, because I know you guys need it, and I, we need it, we love doing it. I just need a little time off, one week. Give me seven days, and we'll be back into it doing two conspiracy social clubs, two uh, uh, um, uh, conspiracies only. Only conspiracies, and then uh, two zero. Your own okay. show, dude. Come on. I know. That's yeah. how you can I tell know. he's burnt out. That's a burnt out yeah. guy. Thank you, Xavier. That's why you're the co-host <laughs> and not the fucking board op, okay? So rude. Jesus Christ. So rude. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, a lot of great stuff's going on here. If you want to see me live, May 26th, I'm in. May 26th, 27th, 28th, I'm in Michigan. Then the following week, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, I'm in Ohio. Three different cities, three different nights. Come get weird. And then we just added 
June 9th, San Diego, back at the American Comedy Company. Uh, Xavier Guerrero, Eddie Bravo. Maybe we'll see if Eddie, if Johnny wants to show up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, exactly, that Johnny. Means no. Exactly. Come on, make the people happy, honest, Johnny. I, was, I got distracted by a text and I was over here doing that. Okay, well, that was your opportunity. Uh, June 9th, we're going to be in San Diego at the American Comedy Company on a Thursday night to do two shows. Are you interested? June what? Ninth. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll what hope, hope do we have if you're not going to listen? <laughs> no, I, I mean, it was important. Sorry. Okay, it was, it was okay, Howie okay. Doing. okay. She's, your fake girlfriend's pregnant? No, is how, that it was what Howie Dewey. I got a text from Howie Okay, Dewey. okay, from Howie Dewey. Guys, go check that out. Uh, SamTriplee.com for t-shirts. TiflatT-shirts.com. Uh, I have so many free shows that you can go check them out at... Uh, there they are. Tiflat Hat. Broken Sim, which is... Gonna be crazy this week. Will I or will I not talk about the whole uh, tiger belly controversy? Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Will it, I or will it's I? Spicy. Not? It I'm, is I'm spicy. Well, you will now since you said. That. You never <laughs> know. Tease, dude. You never on. know. I might be talking about. I might not. Uh, Cash Daddy's my can uh, my my um, financial show. Punch Drunk Sports, the sports show. Uh, the Union on the Unwanted, the most important conversation on the internet, in my humble opinion. You will never get deeper dives into any subjects than the Union of the Unwanted. And then I have a couple shows from the vault of my premium shows, Conspiracy Social Club and Zero, which is my spiritual show. Go up. Uh, the Telegram is fire. Go check that out. I have a Telegram for Conspiracy Social Club. I mean, excuse me, for uh, Tim Fall Hat, which is only conspiracies. I'm going to add the zero one too, which is all spiritual. That one's about 300 people, and I love it. It's all spiritual talk between a bunch of people. T-shirts are available. It's Tiffle Hat T-shirts, and that's it. And um, everything on samtriplee.com. Just go to samtriplee.com for all of your needs. This is a great episode. By the way, El Paso, I promise you shirts, they are done. I'm oh, going to shit. ship them out. Let's do it. Two to the, what's it called, the Sleepy Dog? The Sleepy Dog. Or, I'm going to yeah. send about 50 shirts there. Go grab your shirt. First come, first Go serve. Go up a little bit. What is that shirt? Okay. What's that shirt? I don't know. It's your shirt. It's your website. Not yours? Obey the Machine? Vax Empire? I've never seen that one before. Me so. neither. I don't remember putting that out, but I do like it. What is that on his shirt there? It says, I got vaccinated. I got oh, yeah. my COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. All right. So uh, go check it all out. Uh, again, El Paso, I will be saying the shirts out there. You're going to have to go and grab your shirt. All right, anything else, guys? Now, nah, uh, there's always new Broken Sims everywhere. YouTube, check it out. And it's tell happening. us about your new Fully Toxic oh, yeah. line. Go to my website. Where you're selling go to San, uh, Fully Toxic. Hatch, yeah. uh, 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 um, I'm selling one Rick and Morty. Yeah, one Rick and Morty's one T-shirt framed a poster yeah. from Chile. Okay, Dana's, Dana's gonna, gonna kill, kill you. <laughs> She's gonna kill you. But you can get over there. It's uh, exclusive. So once that sells out, that sells out. Head over there. Okay, once that sells out, Dana will kill me. Okay, all right. <laughs> Anything else? That's it. Enjoy the show, guys. It's a great show. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I take Athletic Greens every day because I want better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, okay? I hate taking a bunch of pills and vitamins. I want a supplement that actually tastes great and want to see what the hype was all about, okay? 
With one delicious scoop, Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens, all right? It starts your day off right. And it's real simple, okay? It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamins, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb, okay? It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Enjoy the show. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. Drink from the All right. Let's get into a returning champion. Got some votes for the um for the Mount uh Rushmore. Crushmore. Uh, Crushmore. The Mount Crushmore at the five hundredth. He was there live with his lady who looked like she did not want to be there. Okay, but that was fine. We'll take half of you. We'll take half of you. Um <laughs> Then he then he came with us and hung out at the uh, hotel where people thought we were, <laughs> were cult leaders, talking to people. I as a podcast yeah. called Bloodsoe Knows. Please welcome, right? What? Bloodsoe said so. Bloodsoe said so. Okay, <laughs> close, enough. close enough. I mean, dude. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, I mean, unless you're trying to Google it, and then okay. it's not close at all. So, guys, <laughs> listen to his podcast. Bloodsoe says so. Okay. Which is kind of cool. I like that a lot. A lot better than the one I said. Bledsoe knows. Ryan Bledsoe and Nick Fermanides. Hey, you What's did it. up, dude? Yeah, What's I had up? to fucking <laughs> sound it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what the telemarketers have to do, and they still get it wrong. Yeah, dude. Guys, <laughs> welcome to the show. Good to see you guys back. Welcome, Nick. Your first time, Ryan. You're a seasoned veteran. Welcome back. Good to talk to you guys. How is everything? Going awesome. good, man. Going good. I got to let you know, um, I might be coming out to the dojo in July. I got invited by uh, Mike Romanelli today. Oh, Mike Romanelli, good friend, a partner in the Dojo of Comedy in uh, New Jersey, and I will be there in ju- in July. And he's calling in all the savages. He's really yeah, ramping up. Yeah. He's got a great podcast, and he's uh, ramping it up with him and Mark. So, uh, yeah, man, hopefully we'll be there at around the same time. You could see me scream at people on stage because that's <laughs> it, what I, that's why I enjoy I doing. It. That's why I enjoy doing. Yeah. Uh, You're the best at it. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I oh, really yeah. do appreciate that. Um, the gods, man. So there what? Go. What is? What is going on with the new podcast? Uh, how's it going? It's going good, dude. So uh, if listeners, I mean, they might not remember by now, but I came on last March on Tinfoil, and Nick and I um, were secretly planning to do Bledsoe said so. And funnily enough, the first time I ever advertised it live was on your show. And since then, we are now in the top uh, 100 charts for spirituality category. We're now in the top 1.5%. Uh, we're coming up on a quarter of a million views with our one-year anniversary next month. So I got to say, man, like it's, it's going good, like bigger than we could have ever hoped. 
Well, I'm yeah, super happy for you guys. And uh, thank you. I, I am. Thank I'm you. super happy for you guys because so many people want to start a podcast and they're just afraid and they get discouraged. And it's just, you build it, they will come. That's my humble opinion. How did you two guys hook up? You want to handle that one, Nick? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So uh, Ryan and I grew up in the Bible Belt, the dirty South. I love the- it. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you want to call it. And Johnny's neck of the woods, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from North Carolina, right? Have you heard of the Woodards? Are there stories about the Woodards? (laughs) Sounds that come from the farm? They're from from, from Fayetteville. They're from the big city, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, shit, that's where we're from. Big city. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I knew a lot of Woodards growing up. Oh, shit, uh, were they shady? Oh, they were the shadiest. Not, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. We we met in uh, we met in school. We we met in like middle school. We're just like two nerdy guys who were into all the same stuff, uh, and we were both like super huge devout Christians at the time. Like we we had those things in common, and it was like, yeah. oh yeah, we're we're buds now. Uh, and then the first time I ever went to Ryan's house, the uh, the veil was lifted. And I, I discovered uh, about his family story with with uh, UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call them, the phenomenon as we call it, uh, which, you know, it, it completely shattered my reality. Before that, I was just like, I was a good little, I was a good little Christian boy. I just kneel, yeah. kneel by my bed at night and say my prayers and that was it. And, uh, and didn't think about anything else, but, um, but. Yeah, meeting Ryan definitely uh, changed my life for sure. So we we just been best buddies for forever, and we're into all the same stuff. And fifteen years, uh, yeah, yeah, fifteen years. Well, that's awesome, yeah. man. And it's very interesting because, like, you know, the South is super religious, and oh, I yeah. listen to uh, comedians all the time talking about. Um, Nate Bergazzi was talking about this on Andrew Schultz thing. It's like. Your church is almost more important than the school you go to. Like, you know, yeah. what church you go to. Oh, yeah. And what, which is super interesting to me because, you know, I've never had a problem with religion. I've never had a problem with spirituality. I was never into organized religion, but that that's just me, not, not anybody else. Uh, and I didn't judge anybody. Like, you know, if you're a good person, I say that that should be what you do. Uh, For sure. But what I, what I find very interesting is like this notion now that they're pushing out that there's going to be some kind of civil war between the like the rights and the lefts, the you know the blues and the reds and the liberals and the conservatives, the the blacks and the whites. And I go, that is the biggest psyop in the world because one side doesn't have nearly enough people to put up any kind of fight or guns I, or guns or guns or any or ability to shoot a gun. Right. I mean, if you want to do a race war, right, like whites versus black, <laughs> there's not enough black people to put to make anything happen. And if you want to do rights versus left, there's not enough left, like super progressives, like the left's in the middle are will probably lean more to the right than they will. Like, do you want to go to war with a bunch of like gun toting, like, you know, uh, 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 Christians or a bunch of trans in high heels? Like what side are you going to fight on? Neither. Right. So, I mean, the reason I bring this up is like, I don't think what, where you guys are from and how, and your background is really that kind of crazy. I think it's more normal than what people are led to believe based on pop culture, social media, and and, and television and movies. I think like there's way more people that, even though ch- 
traditional church isn't what it used to be. I think that has less to do with, I think people are, are more and not anti, but less into uh, organized religion than just religion. Yeah. It, oh yeah. It doesn't sound that crazy until you know the history there. Like for example, uh, one of the biggest traumas of my entire life is at 13 years old, um, a Southern Baptist preacher came into the house and sprayed holy oil everywhere and all over my dad to exercise Satan out of him because he saw beings of light in the woods, you know, and like a major part of my life has been battling uh, religious trauma because we're just like talking about our experiences. You know, when I was 15, my dad went on TV and told everybody he saw angels. Well, the church said it was devils. It was, it was Satan. It was demons. And you know, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like where we're at now versus where we were 15 years ago um, with this experience and everything. But yeah, I see what you're saying though. Like it's, it's really not that crazy of a, of a background, but I mean, like I'm sure there's parts of the South still, where you know they're super fundamentalist, almost oh, yeah. you know, religious, oh, yeah. and I I have zero problems with that. Again, everybody live your life, but I also know that your t- more traditional red states aren't as like the word conservative now. I feel have has less to do with you know religion and more to do with financial conservatism and and constitutional conservatism right where it's like don't touch my guns and don't tax me and you know leave your your cultural marxism to yourself and don't indo- try to indoctrinate my children that's just me and maybe i just see the cup half full but that's based on me traveling around the country now granted a certain group of people come to see a sam tripoli show so i know that you know they're a little more open-minded to what i'm talking about but that's my johnny any thoughts on that because i know that Uh, you go home a lot no i mean i I think i agree with that there i mean it it's regional too it is regional some of it i mean in the south big time socially more conservatism in the in the south i think i say it all the time but based on my travels the most conservative area is upstate new york it really is like there are people there that are just yeah right it's like they have a lot more in common with the people of the south than they do with the people who are in the city uh, you know right that makes a lot of sense why they they move here you get a lot of people move where i'm at from new york you know like oh in fayetteville specifically there are like it's like half the population here is from new york it's it's crazy army yeah it's like a little mini new york we can get into all why that is too like you know voting do they want to turn other do they want to turn other (laughs) states blue are they trying to push out anyone who is even like in the middle out? Like, I think that's a big part of what's happened in California. It's like, let's get rid of anybody who won't just vote blue for the sake of going blue. And then we have these shootings happening where they happen. California, New York, right? Traditional blue states that may be teetering to go. We don't like what the Democrats are doing. Well, now you hit them with the abortion shit. Now you hit them with the gun shit. Now you got your, they're hoping, in my humble opinion, that this is this gets the the base energized again. That's just my humble. You think California's also- here, Johnny? I think that L.A. and San Francisco maybe are are pretty blue, blue, blue. And granted, those are two giants. That's all it takes, yeah. right? But I do think more and more people are like they may not. I, I don't think they're Republican, and I have zero problems with that. Uh, but uh, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they are uh, fully democratic. Let's just say, like full, full board democratic. 
Guys, we've seen so many people making ridiculous money from crypto. But did you know that it's easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply do what he does. So let me tell you about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subscribers and 1 million views. Since March 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put $100 into each one, it would now be worth more than $53,000. Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times from when he named it. That one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. So if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com TFH. You'll not only find proof of everything I've said here, but our listeners can get full access for just $1. You won't find this offer anywhere else, but act fast because it ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash TFH. That's TFH. Don't take this offer lightly. James is the real deal. Go visit the site now. This is super interesting. A lot of not a people, not a lot of people know this, but one of the biggest uh, like heroin selling uh, operations of America's history happened like 30 minutes outside of Fayetteville. And I've, I've known people uh, that were intimately involved in, in that. And it was like a three decades long stint of this heroin ring. Uh, well, it, it was heroin amongst other things, but um, I know many, many people who came from New York specifically uh, to and get themselves involved in that in one way or another. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. There, there was actually like this kingpin figure that lived like outside of, it's like a half hour outside of, uh, Fayetteville closer to like Irwin Dunn area. Um, but he, he's got like this huge, you know, hundred acre, like lot with like these stone lions out front. They, they had to, there was this huge sting operation to get this guy. Like it was a big story that was kind of swept under the rug, but I know many people that came from New York to Fayetteville just to get involved in that. Now he <laughs> was, was growing wild. heroin out there. Oh no, no. Like this, this was a source. This was somebody who had a direct connection to, somebody from, from from the secondhand information i have somebody who had a connect. was it importing it yeah okay yeah. all right all right yeah uh, that may, yeah. yeah i mean yeah and then like where i live in wilmington it's one of the heroin capitals of the entire country because of the port they, they that's where it comes in, in. yeah that's they sneak fentanyl in. into the ports yeah it's mm -hmm. really bad dude it's so bad here that the judges pr basically put it out like don't even arrest uh, heroin addicts on the streets anymore because it was clogging up the court system so damn bad. So wild. I mean, it sucks, man. Wilmington's a beautiful city. I, I think I heard you say you've been there before, Johnny. Um, oh yeah, like, been there plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, beautiful city, but That's like you go to certain areas and there's there's just people strung out. <laughs> say what? That's, That's where he gets, gets his heroin. heroin. That's so oh, rude. Yeah. yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm with yeah. you, dude. Uh, I think all this is being done per. Dana hates, by the way, that my new word I made up, purposeful. 
Uh, apparently, that's not that's a real, real word. word. That's, a word. Word. that's a word. That's definitely a word. Dude, point Don't to Sam. Or purposefully. That's a, word. that's a word, too. Yeah, yeah thank you, guys. Yeah. I just yeah, got a big lecture it. that I just, yeah, please stop saying a word. I go, well, everyone knows what I'm talking hey, about. You but. can't make a new word up, though? Yeah, I can't. And I will. Yeah. Mumble Mouth yeah, Tripoli is going to say whatever he wants to say, even if you don't understand it. <laughs> well, um, we make up words on our show all the time. Oh, man. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. That's that's yeah. a word, though. That's in the dictionary. You're yeah. good, Sam. Thank you, guys. You guys are always welcome back. The positive energy here. <laughs> you might say intentionally. Xavier, else. you're out. These guys are um, <laughs> So, so uh, all, I think this is all done on purpose. Like, you know, again, going back to the shooter, and maybe we'll do an episode on some point, but, you know, they find him within two minutes. They, you know, granted he's doing the video, but the manifesto, everything like that just all lines up perfectly for what they need. But yeah, you know, it's like you don't get anything into the country on a large scale unless they want to let you get something into the country on a very large scale. I mean, it's just the For way sure. it is. For right? sure. I mean, and yeah. this we already know that through the CIA and the the crack ec- epidemic. This is how they make money. Yeah. And this, you know, the fentanyl stuff. And I got a crazy fentanyl story I'll tell on Broken Sim this week. But it's like, it's, all this is purposeful. You look like an MK, MK Ultra baby. Who? The fucking of the course, Buffalo show. He looked dude. all, yeah. And, and we'll typical. Find, we'll and find then, the connections. And too. typically, they had, I don't know if you saw this, you saw the old lady that got shot. I, mean, I, I know you don't like. I know video. you don't. But you heard about it, right? I heard that somebody okay. got shot. What a yeah. coincidence! She gets shot for not doing anything, and this guy gets perfectly arrested. Yeah, and that's to piss everyone off, yeah. saying, "Oh, yeah. what a coincidence!" The white yeah. guy gets yeah. perfectly yeah. arrested. It. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's just and like I you feel, said. It's a I feel, narrative." I feel uh, a little close to home talking MK Ultra. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, man. Well, I mean, that's something we all want to get into with you about Nick. I mean, excuse me, Nick. I mean, Ryan. You can say my name. That's fine. Yeah, so, but you can reverse it. You can flip it. I don't give you a guys are too nice. Uh, Ryan, I want to talk to you about that because you and I uh, text a lot each other and you have always talked about uh, connections or people have come talk to you. A lot of them are, you know, yeah. defense, uh, you know, Department of Defense, other yeah, yeah. agencies. Are you mm-hmm. at all concerned about these government agencies connecting with you? So that's, that's a very good question. So let me put it this way. When I was 13, my dad had this experience, right? It went on TV. He reported it to uh, MUFON, this rinky-dink organization who fucked us over. They put out a bad documentary. They portrayed us as lying, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, NASA is literally knocking on our door in 2009. And then round about 2012, my dad had another profound encounter. Um, it's not like televised or anything, but, you know, it was it's, it's depicted here. He saw this female entity. Um, and that went really big through the NASA channels. And next thing you know, CIA is knocking on our door. And like, I am very open about this. I'm very open on pretty much every episode of our podcast and what we do. Yes, I know these people, but they have been invading my life since I was a child. And I have no choice in the matter. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm very open about the fact that I do not trust uh, the 1%, the top of humanity, the the CIA. Let's put it this way. So I've been hanging with CIA since my teenage years and listening and collecting. And now we're spreading. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, and, and again, I think that you bring up a valid point that, you know, it's somewhat out of your hands that, you know. It, it's totally out of my hands. I mean, they, they call and it's like, you know, I was 15 years old uh, playing Xbox 
one day, you know, in summer break outside of school. So I'm just like sitting around in my pajamas. There's a knock on the door and it's a NASA scientist. Hey, can I come in? I just drove from Cape Canaveral. I wanted to meet your dad. And I'm like, uh, mom, NASA's here. You know, like it was totally out of my control. And like, I get a lot of comments online. Like I'm a shill, but dude, well, that means you're doing something right, by the way. Right. That's just the way this game works. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm extremely open about my position. Like, yes, I'm intimately involved with the department of defense, but it's like kind of like whistleblower level. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they've told me some shit that I've said on our podcast that like, you know, they expressly told me never to say, and I'm very open about it. I'm, I'm willing to like talk about pretty much all of it here. Do you get um, worried about that, that that is dangerous down the line? And I don't want this to be the focus of the show. I just wanted to ask you that no, question. Dude, because, I'm an open book, man. I'm an yeah. open book. You can ask Nick and Nick can confirm this. Um, I used to have genuine terror and fear that I would be killed by the government because we were told verbatim by somebody I, I very carefully say associated with the CIA. They straight up said they could blow our brains out if we didn't tell our family's UFO stories the way they wanted us to. Like you can ask Nick, when we decided to do the podcast, first night we started to record, I was so scared I cried for hours. I, I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I can go forward. They talked me through it. Now I'm at the point almost a year later, I'm like, you know what? Fuck them. If they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. We're out there now. You know, there's a Stephen King book about like as public as you can be as public as possible, the more safe you are. So that's kind of like my mantra now. You know what I mean? No, for sure. And that is uh, something that you hear in recovery all the time. You're only sick as your secrets. It's a very much a motto that I have stated for a very long time, which is why I'm pretty honest with all my, my character defects, my vices, my stuff like that. Because, again, you know, you're only as sick as your secret. And this is another thing that, and because I want to get into the spirituality of this, is, you know, there is light and dark in everybody. And yeah. there, our, our, our culture makes you think you can get rid of your darkness. And the truth is you cannot. So the more you own it, the more it inspires your light. And which is why authenticity is the, in my humble opinion, is the currency of the future. And those yeah, who do yeah, not peddle that and do, do not, is that the right word? Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sound like pedal <laughs> sounds bitten. like. We, we got you, Sam. We, we got you. Sounds That's like the right word. Some, something a shill would say, right? I feel like as soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, no fucking pedal. You fucking shill. You know? But just like, I mean, like, and, and this old, you know, is that like, the, that's why I think this show resonates with people because it is, I'm trying to be as authentic as I possibly can. You don't want, you know, you, you want to have like, obviously my family is very personal to me and I don't really want to get into any of that. But outside of that, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I pretty much tell you anything you want to hear. I got a question. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking about MK Ultra. Do you think you're like any way a little Bob Lazar? Where they could be pushing you and giving you certain guests. Like, you've never been worried, like, oh, how did I get this gas? Or, like, how Are you am talking I. Talking me, her, no, or him. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Like, Ryan, no, how you no, could be a little Bob Lazar. Because some people think that Bob Lazar was sitting there with Torogans to give the narrative that they want. Yeah. You think that could be Bill Cooper thought that as well, that he was shown stuff because he thought they wanted him to put yeah. that out. 
That's a very, very good question. And the good news is Nick and I have, well, I'm pointing this way, my camera's in reverse. Nick and I have complete creative control over, you know, our show and we just do whatever the hell we want to do. And so far we've had one guest and it was uh, Mark Steves. Shout out, Mark. My family thinks I'm crazy. Shout love out. him to death. Yeah. And like our next guest, we're getting Mike. We're working on Isaac Weishaupt. Um, phenomenal dude. We, I'm only pretty much trying to go after people who are in this field yeah. who, who I know are against that. I'm, I'm not will, dude. I know directors of CIA divisions. I'm, I'm not interested in having these kinds of people uh, on our show. There was a point when I was before we launched, but at, you know, I, I came around to it and I'm like, you know what, this is our show. I don't need those people. I don't want to push their message and what they're trying to do. Cause fundamentally what we're doing with Bledsoe said, so is we are trying to um, go as big as possible to blow a hole in the like fake alien agenda bullshit. And I'm, I'm not putting people on, on our show who I feel is a part of that fake alien. I respect stuff. that. I respect yeah. that. And Ryan, a lot of stuff you come on and talk about, I, I wholeheartedly agree with. Uh, you know, so I just want we we just I just wanted to ask that question because I feel like yeah. there will always be people that will ask that, and and the truth is, Ryan, no matter what you do in life, and this come from an old dude, okay, that's been down the line a lot farther than you have so far in your young life, is that no matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody that's going to bitch and moan and, and complain about it, and the truth of the matter is, is, like only you can know if you walk you know, the path of truth. And like, if, yeah. you know, I, I go, okay, this person's mad at me. I go, what did I do? If I can't come up with something that I did legit. And I, I don't tend to at my age. Uh, and I, you know, I'll tell you, there was a time where I was, I had jealousy in my heart all the time because of how I was raised. I was raised to be very paranoid. And when, you know, when people would blow up, I would never be, I never wanted them not to do well. I just never understood why I wasn't doing well, right? It's like, oh, I'm glad you're doing well. I want to do good well, too. Why aren't I doing well? And then I would get all angry. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not that guy. I'm now in a place where just like I could sit there and go, okay, like, okay, what did I do to this person? And if the answer is like, I can't legitimately come up with something, then uh, that's out of my hands. That has nothing to do with me. There's nothing I could do about it. And that's the whole thing. Is like, you just can't please everybody. And it's like, it sucks. I just got to block people. But man, social media can get really spiritually dark if you just yeah. don't block. I mean, I can't tell you how many private profiles I get shit from. And it makes me go, okay, I think you're just a bot. Same. And you just. We see it all the time. Right? So it's just like block, block, block. There is a very thin, thin rope for for trolls. I mean, I just, I'm I'm so far into this that I just have a very short rope for you. It's done. Bye, bye, bang, bang. All right, guys, I want to tell you about our new friends at Joy Mode. That's right, Joy Mode. Got Johnny, how many times have you been at the gas station and looked at some horrible brand of erection pills, which has an animal and then some number next to it, right? So Pretty like, much every time I'm at a gas station with you. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking right at them. Yeah. Gorilla 5000. I don't even know what the 5000 means. What does it mean? I don't know. Well, guess what? Joy Mode is here to save the day. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, why not perform even better? Joy Mode Sexual Performance Booster is like a pre-workout for but for sex, okay? Joy Mode makes natural and science-backed sex wellness products 
for men. Their sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex, come on. The sex performance booster is designed to support erection quality and firmness, dude. Rock hard boners and get that sex drive going. Want to spice things up in the bedroom, boost your sexual performance and do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs? We have a special offer for the Timfall Hat Swarm, okay? Go to usejoymode.com slash tinfoil or enter tinfoil at checkout for 20% off your first order. Okay, that's U-S-E-J-O-Y-M-O-D-E dot com slash tinfoil. Okay, that's usejoymode.com slash tinfoil for 20% off your first order. Thanks, Joy Mode. Hope you guys get in the mode of joy. By jo- by using Joy Mode, enjoy. I'll tell you this, bro, and your audience has probably never heard this word, but um, you know most people don't know about this. But there's this group in the Pentagon called the Weird Desk, and it's like the real Men in Black, like the official program of active CIA, DIA, Pentagon employees who go on the internet and in person. They've been to my house and given death threats. And they actually, uh, a lot of times, they cyberstalk and harass people on the internet. And I shit you not, a lot of the uh, the trolls and the direct messages I get are from Weird Desk uh, CIA disinfo agents. And I know that for a fact. I actually have like saved Twitter receipts. I have emails from CIA officers. Like it's it's not here nor there. Whether it's really happening, it's just a fact. Like I I literally deal with targeted central intelligence agency trolls. So like, I know what you're talking about, bro, but we're just, me and Nick are literally just like tag team and, you know, back the fuck off to the CIA. It's, yeah, it's the dude. I mean like weird desk. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that's I a got little it. teaser for, for, you know, people will be Googling that one, but yeah, that's so crazy. So we, uh, I was, I was interviewing the truth cat on, um, on oh, zoom the other day. Right. For for my uh, my Rockfin premium content and t- oh thank you for getting us on there by the way dude thank you no thank problem you. man thank you so I'm much. glad Seriously. I'm glad you guys are on there it's a great place and it's only growing so I interview these guys I'm interviewing her and we you know we get into the World Economic Forum we get into uh, uh the you know CIA the good and, shit and uh, we get into the good shit right and yeah. then all yeah. of a sudden at yeah. the end of the fucking interview. The the zoom starts getting really wonky and I can't hear her and she can't hear me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, Yeah, we're saying all the go anyways. So I end the video, we end it, right? I I literally no have to outer? type like no out like no no outer. I have to I type to her, hey, I'll email you everything because I can't hear you. So we stop it. All of a sudden, you know, when the Zoom does the upload to like give you the file. Yeah. My computer shuts off. I'm See, like, okay, that's really damn. weird. Yeah. We bring it back like on. Happen. I bring it back on. I open up the zoom. I go, oh, I hope I didn't lose it. The zoom comes back on. Boom. It starts to do what the coding or whatever it's called, Johnny. Right? Yeah. Rendering. The rendering. Yeah. And then boom, my computer it's shut off it. again. When I came damn. back, Whoa. the zoom file was gone. I can't find it. Oh really? This is totally oh, no, they can help you not quite on that level, but like you know, we just finally hit the 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 uh, milestones for monetization on certain platforms. Uh, we're like finally, thank God, seeing those numbers, and we're running ads on YouTube. And I shit you not, just two days ago, me and Nick were looking through our entire library of YouTube videos, 
And I'm not kidding you. The only videos that are demonetized are anything that talks about mind control, talks about uh, conspiracies. There were a couple that we had some copyright things like putting pictures of Disney images and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, straight off the cuff, when we talk about, you know, random stuff, we're not, we're not demonetized. When we talk about that stuff, the stuff yeah. that you guys were demonetized. It's Specifically the, the mind control stuff, the MK ultra stuff, yeah, like demonetized. They do not like that being spread around at all. Do I not mean, say, we're going to talk about it, but for whatever reason, do not say the these words on YouTube. Pizza gate. Don't say that. Yeah. You'll yeah. Lose. We've never said that. Thank God. Don't yeah. say it, dude, because yeah. you'll lose yeah. everything. Can't yeah, we're going to knock on the door with a dude in a black suit, probably. You Don't can say, say flat earth. earth. No, you want wow. yeah, You can say flat No, I'm just kidding. No, we I'm had Hibbler on, and that shit was started do that. going weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's all weird. The whole thing's like, it's just weird that Flat Earth is on that discussion, in that list of things. And maybe that's the Well, you can say it. You just have to be saying the right things about it. What? Like Flat earth all? No, no, no. You you have to be on the right side of it, and then they'll let you post all you want about it. You have to okay, be like, I like do it's not, not real. Flat earth. Right, exactly. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. Because like, when you Google it, all you find are videos saying it's not real, you know? And the views right. are high. Yeah. Right, you have no. to be like, I've never heard of Eddie Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eddie Bravo is a great example, and it's something you guys might want to think about. And like, same thing with me. It's like my YouTube has nothing to do with conspiracies. I just talk. Like we've been talking about whether we want to get into politics on uh, Broken Sim because that's a great way to get a following, you know, to grow your numbers. But yeah. am I? Am I even though? They say I'm not. Am I still somebody who like has the 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 you know AI knows you know my history and stuff like that? So are they going to ding me if I get into anything political? So I try to stay off on that. And Eddie Bravo's YouTube uh, jujitsu channel has doesn't get messed with. So I, I play the game. So it's something to think about on your YouTube if. If you can work on other stuff to talk on there, just so you have a placemat on Main Street, that's something to talk about. But the yeah. good news about that is we we tend to take a like a blend, and and I'm I'm not shy about this. Like you you tinfoil hat, what you guys are doing, it's my favorite podcast of all time. Like that's why we're here today. It just happens synchronistically. I've been listening to you guys going on six years now, and it was a major inspiration for our show. The vibe, the feel the attitude, but like the twist on that is we, you know, my other massive inspiration is Isaac Weishaupt. And that's kind of the other direction we go is like, we go really hard into the pop culture and like a lot of the esoteric shit that's demonetization safe. So kind of like a blend, but yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we talk spirituality. It's, yeah. it's all love and light, like, love and light. Yeah, yeah. New age stuff. Like that's, <laughs> and there's enough of that to talk about for days. Like, but we, like we the can, good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We, we try to keep our podcast as positive as possible because I don't know, in our opinion, there's just, there's enough of the negative shit out there. Uh, and, and that, that doesn't mean that we shy away from like real concerning things and concerning conspiracies, like Like mind control. Yeah. Like we'll talk about that all day because that's something that Ryan, you know, that's caused him real actual trauma in his life. And uh, above all else, like we, we, with this thing that we're doing, we just want to heal people, including Ryan, who has a lot of trauma you know from from yeah like, he's been in my life since i was 14 so like the, it's, the, traumatic, you know, it's 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 honestly traumatic and like if anybody yeah. wants to know what 
a true blue, like real world victim of a kid who grew up uh, literally constantly dealing with investigations by like DARPA, CIA, Department of Defense, NRO, NSA, blah, 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 all that shit. Uh, check out our show because like we lay it out. Like, for example, we just had my brother, Chris Jr. on. Um, and I know y'all don't know who he is, but he's he's a legendary UFO experiencer. Hasn't talked publicly in 14 years. Uh, we cried. You know, like it's real. We get real, we get raw, and we're just we're just trying to do like what no one else has ever done before. And um, it's it's basically a meta documentary project where it's a blend of like, yo, here's all this cool conspiracy shit. Here's all this metaphysical shit. Uh, I grew up Christian. Nick grew up Christian, but I saw beings of light that taught my dad and my family about reincarnation. Here it is. Yeah. By the yeah. By the way, I probably have. Uh, some symptoms of like suffering mind control from the CIA trying to tell us to be a certain way. And we've always resisted it and blah, blah, blah. But it's pretty wild what we're doing. And like, honestly, big thanks to you guys for bringing us on back in uh, last month or bringing me on and, and paving the way. So like, I'm eternally grateful to you guys. I well, just went on a Bledsoe said so tangent, Nick. That's fine, dude. <laughs> and that's what we're here for. And yeah. <laughs> I really like you, and I, I enjoy this conversation. We just had Crow 777 on. and I love that guy. I would uh, Yeah, I love talking to him. It's a real blessing. Him. He's a great love guy. Him. Going to be honest, and that's fine because we want people to come on and be and tell their what they believe is going on. He has a more dark view of what the end of you know, uh, the story, this kind of timeline that we're on right now is more of a dark ending to it. I personally, and I wish I had, had brought this up more at the end of the last episode, uh, I personally tend to have more of a view of that uh, they're in their death rattle, uh, mm -hmm. that everything is being more and more exposed and I personally think that we're going to win and rise up. Now, I could be, you know, just, you know, uh, hopeful and, you know, unrealistic about that and just being kind of naive. But it is of what I believe is going to happen personally. So um, what are your thoughts on that, Ryan? Because I know you, you kind of had come on before and you were talking about light entities and stuff like that. What's your whole thought? And then Nick, okay. I'd love to hear yours as well. Sure. Yeah, 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 sure. So, um, again, like, let, let me just step back a little bit and kind of get to where I'm going. I, I like to tell things in a very like chronological way. So again, in 2007, my dad had this profound encounter. It went on TV, CIA, all that shit got involved and we were quiet for years. And for nine years, we were yanked around by Hollywood. Actually, uh, and they're very nice guys. I'm not knocking them. I'm not in any way knocking these two individuals. But like the twin brothers, uh, Chad and Carrie Hayes, who wrote the film The Conjuring. Um, it's one of literally the most successful horror films of all time. And it's one of my favorites, coincidentally. They, for nine years, were working on a blockbuster movie slash TV series about my family. And at every step of the way, there was uh, government interference. At least that's what they were telling us for nine years. Uh, never happened. Um, and that finally fell apart last year, which is part of the reason why I was like, you know what? They're just going to yank us around. No one's going to tell our story. I'm going to tell our story. Nick's been wanting us to do the podcast, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, the story has been around. It's just the world doesn't know about it because the mainstream has fucked with us in private. So fast forward a little bit. 2012, my dad has this profound encounter with this entity who called herself Hathor. 
Um, she looks, she looked like this. She had a white dress that was from neck to feet. It sparkled like the night sky. She had blonde hair, blue eyes. She floated a, a few feet off the ground. She was like ghost-like, you know, like not a, not a, you couldn't touch her. She was ethereal. Right. And she told my dad, her name is Hathor. She said that the hidden one is Amun-Ra, like the Egyptian um, deity, the hidden God, of, you know, back in the old days or whatever. And that, um, that essentially that we're approaching the age of Aquarius and that when we shift into the age of Aquarius, where humankind is going to see like an awakening, we're going to come into contact with a new knowledge. And she said, we will know when this happens. She did not give a date, but she said, we will know when this happens, when the Sphinx um, is level with its gaze with the red star Regulus on the um, horizon just before dawn in the constellation Leo that mankind would shift into the age of Aquarius. And she told my dad that there are people in power at the top of humanity who are very dark. They're intentionally using the book of revelations from the Bible on a global scale to stage the biblical prophecies, to make us all believe and accept in their fucked up end of the world scenario, but that it doesn't have to happen. And that if the truth of these beings uh, gets out and spreads around the world that we'll all be able to um, have a choice to choose. Like, do I want to evolve and vibrate with love and know that there's a higher power and there are beings who are benevolent and not believe all that fake alien fucking bullshit that they're peddling us in movies and all this, or you can have the choice to stay asleep and remain ignorant and just, you know, eat the crap that they're giving you through the TV and through the news and through the media and blah, blah, blah. It's but just a bunch of fear psyops. It's all fear. All, that's yeah, my opinion, it's all fear. man. I that's what this... Go ahead. Yeah, and, and just with what you were talking about earlier as well with, uh, with like, just the division in general in the country, like, in my opinion, like, people love each other way more than they dislike each other. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, I think that this stuff, this bullshit is coming from the top down just to make us all afraid, make us cower, make us stay in our homes. Divided. Like cur yeah. Curl into ourselves. Only stick with the people that like agree vehement with vehemently with you. And it's like, you know, I, I remember, you know, just 10 years ago, you could be friends with somebody who had different opinions than you. You know, and and it's there's just so much division these days. And yeah, in my opinion, it's 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 fear psyops. It's they just want us to be afraid for one reason or another. And another thing that we know, you know, Ryan and I talk about vibrations a lot and vibrational energy. And you know, we're, like like I said, very new age shit we talk about. I love uh, it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, law of attraction. We talk all that kind of stuff and yeah. and how we'll you can you know apply sure. in your life. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into sure. that. I think that's super important. I think these shows are are super important because we uh, can get into the darkness, and it's so easy to get into the darkness. But I'm just going to say something, man. It's just like I had a conversation with Eddie yesterday. We were just kind of talking about all the crazy stuff going on in the world, and I was just talking about it's like, all I keep hearing about is food shortage this, food shortage that, like fucking uh, economic collapse, all this stuff. And I'm not saying that they're not going to happen, but like how much of like how many people are just making money now off of just fear? Like everyone's buying all this stuff because they think the end is near. Like gun owners are every time a Democrat gets in the office, 
gun owners like buy up all the guns and buy up all the bullets and you know and and everybody's just freaking out about food shortages and all this stuff and not that these things can't happen or like bad things don't ever not happen right 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 but it, it's just like how much of this is like people are just freaking out like even i must say something crazy like even like these vaccine uh injuries right yeah I mean, all we're hearing on our side, vaccine injuries, um, this is happening to people, that is happening to people, this is going on, that is going on. And not that they don't happen, but to what extent are they happening? Like, how many people, like, and I'm not saying nobody, nobody is, but like, to what extent is, are, excuse me, are people having these vaccine injuries? Is it everywhere, all the time? Because... That's what some people on the internet want you to think. That's the same thing I thought about this baby formula thing. How many people are not getting formula? Like, I mean, yeah. like, oh, like yeah. are they? Are they not? Like, I, I don't have a kid, but are they? Is it really that bad? Where I it's should, like it should be all over the fucking news? Sam, are you got baby formula? Is that, is that a problem? My kids are a little older than that, so they don't. That's not an issue anymore. So I, I got very, I got lucky with my kids. Like, we just got the <laughs> sweet spot where I got to be in the emergency room before they came out, and then they're like. They're toddlers now, so they're they moved on to a little bit more. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say, but again, it's like, like I mean, how it's, much of this is really ha- happening to the extent that they want you to believe it's happening, and how much of it is just to get you into this heightened level of anxiety where you're easily manipulated. Yeah, so that's and nothing will like, make you buy something like fear. Yeah, nothing will make you buy something like fear. That, that's the quickest way to get you to buy something is make you afraid. Yeah, that's true. That's what yeah. one of the things that the this uh, you know Hathor, I guess we could call her. We usually call her the lady because it's just a little weird, you know, referencing by name or whatever. But yeah, um, she oh, told my dad a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not quite you know in, in terms of like talking about entities by their names yet. But anyway, yeah, it is what it yeah. is. He told my dad in 2012 um, that the earth is a living being. It has a very advanced form of consciousness. It's, it's, you can think about it like it is, you know, maybe our collective consciousness, or maybe it's the divine mother. I don't know. But uh, she said that it is a living being and that we as a species, all of us, all of our souls combined are linked to the resonant vibrations of the planet. And it's hurting. It's in pain because the majority rule so to speak is we are vibrating with fear you know the way that the media and the news and all this false flag shit and etc etc they're keeping humanity in fear and it's harming the earth and the only way that we can save this realm that we're in which by the way they did say it was a realm um that is to switch to love we have to somehow or another get the majority of humanity to switch to be more loving more accepting and empathetic and uh, that's literally love will save the world according to interdimensional entities so I went yeah. and watched uh, Doctor Strange the other day. Oh God! <laughs> and, I did too. And well, let me tell you something. Like I'm sick and tired. Of people go, "What? What? Why are all Marvel comics movies the only ones making money? Why they win all the awards? Because they're good movies. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry that your story of bisexual librarians didn't sell a lot of tickets. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's like what well, we were just talking about it with Winning Time. 
You know, the only show on TV with TNA and, you know, guys talking like guys talk. Yeah. And, oh, wow, the ratings are amazing. Yeah, we can't I, believe it. And, like, women don't like seeing that. Like, women love, like, women like to be in the equation of that, too. You don't think these girls that were, like, all hanging out with billionaires and millionaires partying, doing blow before you had to worry about whether it had fentanyl on, and they were functionally <laughs> illiterate? They, but they look good in short shorts, and they got to hang out with alphas. You don't think they were having a good time? They're the stories they told the rest of their lives. The rest of their lives! They're like me and my friend, double-team Dr. Jerry Buss. It was crazy. Exactly. Because yeah. his bush was a comb-over, too, right? They're not like, oh, I felt used and abused. Those stories hey, are over. Those stories I are definitely, over. Because of your show, I definitely bought a Manscaped, and I have to say XG. I don't know how you do it, but I can't get the nativity scene down. Oh, <laughs> Wait. So, what do you think is strange? It was just, it was just fucking good, right? It, it was, was phenomenal. Yes, yeah. I mean, they, oh they, man, you uh, don't want to know what I thought. Oh, dude. No, I loved okay, it. It was like it. a zombie movie. I loved it. it was well, great. it was yeah, very I loved that part, but you know, the writing didn't make a lick of fucking sense. Oh, who cares? It's yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not I going mean, after it the does writing. for him because that's his thing. It's like when that's I our watch podcast. Yeah, it's just like talking about movies and how they're esoteric. Yeah, that's all we do. And I. Cool. Here's yeah, the whole thing. Awesome. Here's the whole thing. It's like Disney just can't help themselves, right? There's like yeah. certain moments I don't want to give the movie away where there are moke woke moments. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. you really didn't have to do that. It's just like you're just being stubborn at it's like it might be how the movie gets made though. You know what I'm saying? It might be like, okay, Sam Raimi, you can have five and but you gotta give us one. You know, every five. Right, like, right. You know okay, I, mean? I got that. That's I a got good that. point. Yeah, but that's yeah. Like be, it was. I don't care about you know woke culture and movies. That's fine. But like, don't don't be obvious. Don't don't be like yeah. blatant. <laughs> We're not stupid. Yeah. We're not stupid. You, you know, think they're going to change with forced. the? Do you think that's going to change with their whole stock going down and them being woke? Uh well, uh, listen. The money has nothing to do with it, okay? They don't give a shit about money. I'm telling you, because they, they're stockholders. Oh, yeah, the stockholders are angry. They don't, dude, BlackRock, Vanguard, they don't care because they got fed funny money. They, the, the, what scares them is the reach. If you're not reaching people anymore, you, it's useless. It means nothing. It, like They'll throw all this fed funny money until the cows come home which is probably a lot. That's a big unit, right? I mean, that's a, a big unit yeah. of cows coming home. So <laughs> so that that is more important. So if you're putting out all these Disney movies and nobody's going to see them, that's way bigger problem than the money not coming in because they could just have the Fed print, that shit out. print yeah. a trillion dollars, send it to BlackRock, and they cover all their losses. It's like, is this reaching enough people? And a lot of it isn't. And that's why you see Netflix going, oh, hey, man, stop telling us and censoring us employees. I go, well, is that for everybody or just black comics, right? I mean, like, basically, you told black comedians they couldn't make fun of one group, gays. Everyone lost their minds, right? While, like, like white comic, especially males, have to be, like, walking through a, a laser room trying not to, like, <laughs> get hit by a laser to offend people. And so that's why that's because nobody's watching Netflix anymore. It has nothing to do with the money. It has everything to do with the reach. People aren't going to Netflix like they used to. That's what I that's. Well, that, 
have you talked seen the Netflix news this week? Have you talked about that? Uh, that they have amended their corporate uh, creed to say basically, if you don't agree with our policy of defending essentially the free speech of our artists, then you're free to leave. Basically. Well, that's what I was talking about with the Dave Chappelle right. thing. Well, Is that like for everyone or just can black comedians well, no, make but, fun of but gays But no, they've now. made that part of their corporate thing now and it's pissed off a lot of employees, which is, I don't know if there's like a, a civil war going on in Netflix, but this was real, this is big news from Netflix this week. They pissed but, off a lot of people. Bye. I mean, that's a, the biggest issue I have with like, if you just want to get down to like the comedy store, there was a couple bookers there that made comedians bigger than the comedy store. I'm like, the comedy store is bigger than every comic it just it is what it is it's 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 an entity okay and comics come and go you shouldn't make anyone bigger that's a big like netflix shouldn't be like their employees shouldn't be dictating what the, the artistic policy of the the bigger thing is i'll just give you the headline here netflix tells employees to quit if they can't work can't work on content that they disagree with that's that's essentially what they're telling people now yeah. In reference to like Chappelle and the they other should have done that ten years ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Netflix has warned staff that they should be prepared to work on content that they deem to be harmful or look for a job elsewhere. Uh, the streaming major revised its company culture guidelines for the first time since 2017 to include an quote artistic expression clause that says employees should set aside their personal values when working on titles. Yeah. So, My buddy was an editor and he, he needed a gig. So he fucking was like, this porn guy's like, you want to edit? He's like, I need gig. Yeah. First thing he got trans porn. I was like, <laughs> well, how bad do you need that check, bro? How bad so, do you need that check? So it sounds like this Netflix policy or this whatever you want to call it, this memo that was put out. It sounds like it's primarily protecting the creators, like the, the people creating the content. That's right. On Netflix, right? Yeah, but the question becomes how That's far, right, yeah. and this goes into what Owen Benjamin always says, mm -hmm. like, what is free speech, right? right? Yeah. So, like, what what do you mean, Netflix? You're going to defend everybody? Well, here's Are what you, they say. We let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices. That's, That's how it should be. You know, in an ideal point. world, it should be that way. But like, yeah. at the same time, they're losing money by the millions because people just aren't enjoying their content anymore. That's and what like, we're talking and, about. And they're yeah. doubling down and saying, if you don't like it, just leave. Just take the money that you would pay us and just keep it in your pocket. Don't give it to us because we don't give a fuck what you think. That's, That's what, what they're good. saying. And then that uh, costs yeah. them, right? But then what Johnny yeah. just said, which was that this winning time show was all about tits and ass. If you look at Fast and the Furious, tits an ass and it wasn't yeah. just guys it like podcasting exploded because for the first time ever there was content that were basically for guys guys who couldn't like you know i heard like i'm not gonna say his name because i can't stand him but this one comedian who went super woke suddenly was like podcast started because white guys couldn't get anything going in hollywood so they started doing podcasts and then it became a thing because this giant demographic, and let's admit it, white men was, weren't being serviced from the industry. There wasn't content for them. They were worried about everybody else, which is the dumbest business idea because you're alienating, let's face it, the people with the most money, whether that's right or wrong or whatever. So you're so they went elsewhere. So now if you take a look at tele, like entertainment, right? You like, Go on YouTube. Look how much stuff is calling women crazy batshit bitches, right? 
You'd never see that on Netflix. You'd never see that on on network television, right? Because the the, the corporate sponsors don't want to piss off chicks because they're seventy percent of the spending uh, power. Spending power. On the internet, yeah. they don't give a fuck. They just want eyeballs. Yeah. And that's why, and Johnny, we were talking about this. How much YouTube content is black content creators calling out white, in particular white women, for being crazy? Yeah. And it's like, you haven't seen that for decades. And finally, women are getting pushed back on by their, for their craziness. And it's like because that market was never served. Now, because you're going direct to consumer, you're now seeing that content start to flourish again. And this is the ch- this. And I know it sounds crazy, and we'll get back to this. But this is what we were talking about. I know the age of Aquarius maybe isn't about tits and ass, but it's more about. <laughs> oh man! Okay? About that if you want it to be oh, that, that would certainly bring a revolution around the world, man. But that it makes a lot of people happy. <laughs> That does make a lot, a lot of like. Actually, the other night, the other night when we were recording, because we record on weekends, I literally said to Nick and Alex, our producer, I'm oh. like, you know, <laughs> I said I don't want this to happen, of course, but you realize, like, if every adult female in the world was topless for a day, we would like be catapulted into the future. <laughs> we would vibrate on a higher yeah, level. Everybody would just be happy. Yeah. 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 The world would change yeah, profoundly. But, but if, I don't want that to happen. No if way. If you right. went a couple days with all the tits out, tits would lose all their power. Yeah. Nobody would Wait, care. They don't want that. Yeah. Right? I don't know, man. That, I don't They're know about that, Sam. Some of them, some of them might lose power. Nah, dude, think about it. Actually, think about it now. You're in a relationship with somebody for like ten years or something. How how excited are you but, by those tits, dude? Now? I still get when excited. When you walk ass. into a strip club, right? You're like, oh my god, there's tits everywhere. Hour later, yeah. you're not like, oh yeah, yeah, there's tits everywhere. It's just like, <laughs> but what uh, if a brand new pair that's phenomenal walks in? Yeah, yeah. I'm in love again. Yeah, yeah, for like, yeah, but dude, if it's everywhere, right? If it's everywhere. I, I'm with you, Sam. Yeah. I don't know. It actually, just loses its have a, power. I'm with you. I mean, tits bit. are great, but. I don't know. Does ass lose its power? You still, I still see you looking at ass at the airport. You'll turn your whole neck but around. But if it's everywhere all the time. That's what I'm saying. Some of them lose their power. Some saggy okay, titties lost okay. power. If I, like, if saggy I gave you. $100,000 right now, you would go nuts. You'd be like, oh my God. But if I kept giving you billions yeah, of dollars, that $100,000 doesn't be- mean anything after a while. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's just oh, like, okay, just- another fucking hundred million, you know, another billion. What do I care about a hundred thousand dollars, man? You could test that out on me if you want. Yeah, I, mean- I wish, but I'm just, te- <laughs> I'm just telling you, it just loses its power. That's why the Koch brothers yeah. always look so sad. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. like, like when, when we hit, when we hit, you know, let's just say two thousand views a week, we're like. You know, we get a thousand views on an episode week one, and we're like, "Damn, we're we're really 100%. low on this one." But for six months, we were hitting that every week. Uh, yeah, and it's like there's always the need for more and more. And yeah, I get that. Yeah, I it just and it just like I remember when Sebastian Maniscalco was back in the day. He's like, "All I want to do, <laughs> all I do is I love him. fucking tour. That's all I want. <laughs> I don't want any of this other stuff." Now he's like making movies with Robert De Niro. It's just like you get what you want. Now you always want a little more. Always. That's just how it's it goes. Human, that's being human. You know? Yeah. So it's it's crazy. But so we have all these things going on. The reason I brought up St- uh, Doctor Strange is because 
I'm I'm someone who believes believes in multiple universes. But now oh, when yeah. you have all these movies coming out talking about multiple universes, I'm like, oh. am I being led to believe in something that maybe doesn't <laughs> maybe isn't real? And I go, even though I do believe stuff like, you know, uh, the Mandela effect are signs of multiple universes, like a timeline that it used to be here that got got changed. I have a yeah. theory that, you know, like as consciousness is evolving and I don't, I, I mean like for everyone, you know, a thousand years ago, our consciousness was probably not quite as developed as it is today. I mean, now we can fly around and like, I literally was just swinging around New York city dressed as freaking Neo from the matrix in the metaverse interviewing people for my <laughs> podcast on my virtual reality. So no, like our consciousness is way more evolved than it was a long time ago. And it's constantly evolving. That's, that's the key. That's, that's the secret meaning of the spiral, which we do whole episodes on how like the elites pervert these sacred images and involve them with like pedophilia rings and yeah. things like that. But, you know, like the Egyptians have been talking about this for, for centuries and, and, and thousands of years, like consciousness is constantly evolving back higher towards the true spiritual reality. And um, as it evolves, I think people, especially like artists, content creators, musicians, people like you, you know, comedians, hosts, entertainers are becoming more tapped into these advanced, profound uh, concepts that weren't really in the conversation years and years before. And like, I'll tell you straight up, I do believe in a multiverse. And I believe like if you pay attention and we did we did talk about this on our show the first section of Marvel leading up to Endgame when they beat Thanos' purple ass, um, it was all about <laughs> alien invasion. It was all prepping us for 10, 15 years for this big-ass alien to evade or invade. Now it's all about multiverse. That's the next thing. It was aliens. Now it's all multiverse. We have multiverse movies coming out left and right. And, like, is it – are they trying to steer us away and lie to us? Are they trying to – are they artists just, like, tapping into these concepts and it's slipping into their works? I don't know. But I do have a theory. Uh, I mean, every conspiracy theorist has this theory. I learned it from you guys. But <laughs> I have a theory that um, Hollywood does have, like, a secret occult agenda – but I don't know that it's all bad. I don't know that it's all bad. Yeah, like, it, did you guys see everything everywhere all at once? No, that's because, the next yeah, thing. That's the next on our Dude, list. Yeah, yeah. So good. So damn good. That's that the will next blow thing. your mind. I'm thinking about In, maybe going Wednesday to see it. Yeah, it go is. tonight on me. I'll bend yeah. <laughs> It's incredible. But, you know, there there's a – obviously, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a profoundly positive message yeah. In that, that's probably the most like emotionally overwhelmingly positive movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, like I, I totally agree that there are psyops psyops all up in Hollywood movies. Like I think I don't know. It might be a stretch to say, but I think most Hollywood movies, most movies that come out of Hollywood, there's there's some kind of psyops in there. I mean, oh yeah, you know, yeah. With the the 100%. amount of reach that they have, but yeah. but with the multiverse stuff specifically, I don't know. In my opinion, based on not much, every bit of content that I see that's about the multiverse, it's it's a positive thing, and it seems to more so be just like priming our expectations for something much greater than we can possibly fathom. You, you know what I mean? Like our our, our brains. 10 years ago, if you told somebody multiverse, they'd look at you like you were fucking crazy. It was so, only so, up, so are you saying yeah. that they already have it and they're just slowly getting us ready to give us the multiverse? I, I, 
I don't I could, think I don't think that. I think that these concepts are just true, and they always have been. And this is like what the secret societies are are holding secret for all these years. It's right. like consciousness is eternal, reincarnation is real. Um, you know, the truth is that there is a God, but that God is the one original consciousness that exists totally outside of this physical realm. And like the purpose of reincarnation is coming back over and over and over again, where you are learning until you get it lessons. right. Until, until you get you it get, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah until you get, until it, you right. get it right. And, yeah. um, you know, going higher and higher. And I think that humanity will, when we all realize that, when we all realize why love is so quintessential, why, why and how love changes your soul and the souls around you because of the energy that it spreads. Like that's, that's how, what will save the world. That's where we'll, where we will evolve as a species. And I think maybe there's a thing where like a little bit of these expanded mystical concepts are being slipped into films so that subconsciously we're willing to be open to them over time. I honestly don't know. It's just speculation, but um, I am, I am, um, I'm into all this. This is my thing right now. And yeah. This is why I can remain incredibly calm during all this chaos. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Thanks. I, I saw the other day, I was like, Sam just says the same thing over and over again on every episode for weeks on end. I'm like, well, I, I, I don't know what you're I'm just, Sam. I'm Stop, just, well, I mean, that's obviously someone that listens to every single one right, of your episodes. Right, but it's like episodes. I'm one person <laughs> trying to create a bunch of content for you. You're, you're going yeah. through a certain prism that is me and my consciousness. So, you know, I'm coming from a certain place. I don't know anybody that can do like three shows a week. I think they want like a schizophrenic host like, that just what changes do you his mind every yeah. week and says, <laughs> What do you want me to do? Yeah. Voices? Yeah. I mean, what do you want from me? But it's because I I'm trying to get people to understand that so much of this is just, it's just like when I do certain things, my life changes. I, I vibrate in a higher level. When I get out of yeah. self and I help other people, I vibrate in a higher level. These are the things. Oh, yeah. Now, does that mean my life is 100% happy all the time? I do not believe that's possible in this realm. No. Right. Right. I don't either. I don't either. Because then what would be the meaning of it? There'd be nothing to learn. <laughs> There'd be nothing yeah. to learn. And they talk about that in the matrix. Now, yeah. so recently, you know, there's been whole this whole push about how you know the Wachowski sisters and that's its own thing. But they're like, you know, the matrix is about trans. And of course, the trans community ran with that because they thought they were talking about transsexuals. No. They weren't. They were talking about transhumanism. That's why. And that's the oh. game that's being played on them. They don't understand this. That movie's about the man and machine. At the end, right, Neo yeah. fucking combines with the Matrix to to yeah. uh, bring about happy. That's what they're talking about. That's the meaning yeah. of trans. It's not, tr you know, chicks with dicks. Okay. That's not what, that's not the well, matrix, that, even though they yeah. are chicks with dicks. Right. But when that movie came out, that wasn't even part of the conversation societally. Right. And yeah. that is my whole opinion about like everything goes overextended into this hyper crazy and then works itself back to common sense, which is let people live their life. I, that, that has no effect on me. Just keep that shit for my kids and everyone will be cool. And that's where we kind of are starting to get back to even the progressive left, even the le the regular middle, you know, centric left is telling the extreme left, get out of here with that crazy and, shit. And then do you think there'll be an extreme right again? Yeah, oh yeah, you already start seeing it. right again, and then you the left start will start to pick, fucking pick it up again. And then hey, if you're gonna have sex, it should be only to have children. Okay, person who yeah. no <laughs> way ever follows that. Every time nah. you've hooked up is about trying to make a baby. You're just being into crazy yeah. town. That's just not fun. Yeah, right. Who wants that? 
Yeah. Well, you should be an adult. No, the adult should be like, let people live their lives and they live their lives, right? That's like for me, the whole, and I don't want to get into that discussion again because we start going into something and my whole fucking feed will be triple E's an idiot. But, um, <laughs> but when I, when I, when I start to practice these things, I vibrate in a higher level. Yeah. Good things start to happen to me. And that is the only way I can. That's the only thing where I go, I think this works because when I work it, it works. And I don't know what the middle of the, the fucking center of this rotten onion is. I don't think there is a center. And if there is, it's been so shish kebobbed along the way. It's impossible to find out what the whole truth is. And I don't think we're meant to these meat yeah, suits. That's not the point. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not the point. The point is to like, like Ryan said earlier, like if you think of, if you think of the fact that everybody on the planet, really every living thing on the planet, we're all connected in this huge like net of energy. And the thing that for thousands of years we've been trying to describe as God is actually just like, all of us, all of the living things in the world. Everything. Like you, you, when you realize that you realize like the, the point is not necessarily, I have to know the truth. I have to know the exact truth. Like, you know, it's a pursuit of knowledge thing. It's like, it's, it's looking inside of yourself. Like if every person on the planet looked inside of themselves to say like, what could I do to be a better person to myself and the people around us? Like we would, we would evolve like, you know, Elon Musk recently said he is interested in trying to evolve human consciousness. That's the reason that he wants to, you know, he's super huge into like, you know, getting humans to Mars, like that needs to be our next colony because we could possibly be destroying the planet. Um, but yeah, recently it was unveiled that the reason he's so interested in that is he wants to see the next evolution of human consciousness before we obviously I go. I mean, extinct. he's going to have everybody's tweet. Yeah, I mean, that may not stopped. be happening yeah. right now. Yeah, That's stopped. a giant psyop, right? Like, yeah, here I'm we are. Y'all, man. Even your drafts are in there. Shit that you didn't yeah. want out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Elon Musk gotcha. got that shit. That's going to be this fucking in the, in the Neuralink. But we've had yeah. guests on in the past. They've talked about manifestation and that in the mm. ancients, the, the hidden history, ancients had that down as a science. It's a science yeah. on how to make it happen. And here we have this under, you know, it's like when, when, when the secret came out, it's like they, they made it sound so woo-woo crazy that I think yeah. it did a little damage to, yeah. to manifestation. It became something like, okay, whatever, whatever, yeah. hippie yeah. Yeah. person. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. You go, yeah. girl. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, no, there's real stuff to it. Like every morning, sometimes it takes me an hour and I, I feel awful that it takes like to write down my goals for the day just to focus on. But I feel like when I, when I get away from that stuff and I don't do it as often, I feel my life just spiraling. Out yep, of little yep, ca no into doubt. chaos. No doubt. You see Megan Fox said she uh, manifested Machine Gun Kelly at four years old. Bro, I saw that in a movie. What? <laughs> I saw that in a movie. It, it, yeah. What it was? See, this, and that's my thing. That's my thing. Yeah. I think that the elites want to take this like genuinely powerful and really awesome ancient mystical knowledge and pervert it as much as possible to scare people away from it. And that could also be why it's so fictionalized in these movies. Maybe it's so people will think it's fiction. I don't know. But, like, if you know the history on that, 
Um, you know, you get into Atlantis, we did a whole episode on Atlantis and we've had some talks with the CIA about Atlantis and what they think about it and things like that. And we go into that on our Atlantis episode, but like the mystical knowledge comes from Atlantis. It, it just is. It's just the laws of reality. It's the seven hermetic laws. And around the time of Thutmose III, which was um, an Egyptian pharaoh, he was so fascinated by the secrets, uh, little mystery schools in Egypt that were spreading this knowledge that he publicly declared that there would be one organized mystery school. And you saw that spread to the Druids in Scotland and the alchemical explosion during the Renaissance era. And all those little outbreaks of mystical knowledge and history were literally just the people uh, coming into, oh, like Pythagoras, for example, he's a big one. Jesus Christ, why he's so famous? Because he was with the Essenes and he got involved with all this mystical knowledge. And, you know, they literally deified him and turned him into the most glorified God ever. I genuinely believe he was just a badass fucking sage who mastered the <laughs> mystical knowledge, started waking people up and they tapped him. But um, anyway, now you see that mystical body of knowledge surviving in like the Rosicrucians, for example. And then you have all these copycats like the Masons. And then you have the dark groups like the Ordo Templi Orientis and Aleister Crowley and all those punk ass bitches. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, like, like yeah. call them out, yeah. dog. Yeah, call them out. Fuck them. Do it. Um, oh, hey, yeah, oh, let, let, let's uh, let's get uh, Aleister Crowley. Spirit. We're going to do a seance to get a spirit in here. We're going to fuck him up. <laughs> Like, we'll do a podcast interview with his spirit. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, like the mystical knowledge is true. It just is. And, you know, the, I was put onto this by these beings, you know, they, um, sounds weird to say this, but they came to me in my dreams and started showing me things about reincarnation and, uh, nudged me to go look into it. And, you know, they gave my dad these Egyptian things, like they told him about Egypt and the pyramids and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, we have a dope metaphysical podcast top 100 in spirituality. And like, to me, it's just evidence that it's real. Everything that these entities have communicated has been coming true as we, you know, do this journey together. It's the weirdest thing. It's also most of it is corroborated throughout history. Like it's not like this Hathor lady is just like something that showed up recently. This is like ancient Egyptian shit. Like this isn't stuff that people are just pulling out of a hat. It's, it's funny that it's called new age stuff uh, because it's like, I think, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's the oldest shit there is. Yeah. It goes like before yeah. Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, before Egypt, before Sumer, yeah. before Babylon, it's back to Atlantis. And yeah. like that's the other thing I didn't say earlier, but this 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 uh entity, uh she told my dad that there is a truly God has a divine masculine but also a divine feminine. And like that's the most ancient secret to mankind, the meaning of the triangle, the meaning of the trinity. The truth is there is the father, the patriarchal side to divinity or God or whatever. And that's always been mythologized as like this father figure with lightning bolts and shit. Or like in the Old Testament, he's just like nuking cities. Yeah. But what has been hidden from mankind for thousands and thousands of years is there's a divine feminine aspect of divinity who, you know, they fucked her up and they turned her into the Virgin Mary and they turned Mary Magdalene into a whore and in Western society, like the divine feminine is completely taboo, but it's real. You know, it doesn't take an idiot um, to look at nature and say, damn, all the plants and all the rocks and minerals and everything that exists in nature has masculine and feminine counterparts that come together and create the third aspect of the Trinity the child, you know, we are the cre- we are the children of creation. That's the that's the that's the mystical truth, and um, yeah. So like when the entities showed up, they had a triangle on their chest, and they've pretty much explained that's that's the Trinity, that's God. It's 
you know, consciousness, there's divine masculine, divine feminine. When, when we as a species come to understand that love and like balancing, you know, and being in harmony with everyone else, that's, that's when we've, you know, evolved and we've made it. I completely agree. Uh, And it's just like when you do certain things like positive energy and all that stuff, yeah. And you put out the positive energy, things start to change. When you start to understand reincarnation, you start to understand why bad things happen to good people. And yeah. not that not that they deserved it, but are they here on a on a journey? Are they here to learn certain things? And when they've learned that certain thing, is their time here done? And that's why, you know, my friend Sarah is having her memorial today and she had uh, committed suicide. And, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, it sucks. And I have decided that I'm going to not be going to memorials for people who commit suicide. I'm going to, uh, sh- you know, experience their loss on my own. And That's okay. It's really rough because some people I very much love have made this decision, and it makes me sad. And uh, I wish they hadn't. And I'm, I am not sad at death. Death is not sad. Even though if there are certain anybody we're talking to right now uh, died, I would be incredibly devastated. But I would understand, like, you know, like family members. I I don't. I I mean, I would wear that for the rest of my life. Probably would affect me forever. You know. you yeah. know, it sounds like it sounds like what you're saying is that like death is natural, but suicide is unnatural. Well, the, what I what I, what is of my belief, brother, is that you you are breaking the contract, yeah. and now you're going to come have to come back and do it again. I lost a cousin to drug addiction last year, so it was one of the most devastating things I've ever been through in my life. She was my age. Yeah, I mean that's just brutal, dude. Don't you think, Sam? There's also this danger, especially with these comedian deaths, of romanticizing the you know that lifestyle of just being gloomy and blue. You know the kind of yeah. There's and, a lot of that at those and memorials. the attention that it brings to exactly, these people. Exactly. That to me just is um, not. I just don't want to put that energy out, and it's like. I get sad for them because it's like you're breaking the universal agreement. So you're going to have to come back and do all this again. And I tell that to everybody. Just know that whatever's driving you crazy, you're going to have to come back and do it again. You have to run it back. So if you do this, you're going (laughs) to devastate everyone around you. You're going to be really sad for about two weeks unless it's your family. But then most people are going to move on and you're going to have to come back. And do it again. There are other models with uh, worse consequences for suicide, by the way. We should just say that, too. You know, What do you I mean? mean? Coming oh, back sure. is not the worst thing that's on the list of possible outcomes. Yeah, for that's true. That's true. I mean, I do think that the universe has you come back and do it again, in my humble opinion. Yeah. I, kinda re- yeah. I mean, I kind of respect what you're saying because it's kind of like when the news doesn't want to give out that person's name. Yeah. Or show their face, which is like, yo, stop doing this because some people might see it as like, yes. yo, yes. I'm going to do it anyways. I might as well do it and show them and yeah. post about it. And- yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of why I don't want to. I mean, I, I miss Sarah and I love her and I hate bringing this up, but I made this rule kind of right now. And because you're here to learn a lesson. And if you're still here, you're going through it till 
you don't have to learn anymore. I mean, that's just my yeah. humble opinion. So, I mean, maybe people stay around after they learn they learned it so they could teach others that. And I think that's an important thing. And if they could be there, they would have never done it. Yeah. We've always said it, like Brody. If he would have seen those pe- those baseball players wearing his shirt, yeah. he would have never done it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's like little things yeah. like that. They they're like, damn, they don't. Yeah, notice it. but I do believe yeah. reincarnation. I do believe in it. I know my friend who's very deeply religious does not believe in it, and that's Tisero. I mean, nobody will know until they know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, and I, I I believe in karma. I think that uh, the suicide most likely racks up a huge karmic debt. It's you know, it's like you said, it's breaking the contract. If if we're here, like in my opinion, we're here just to learn a lesson. Like we are just the universe, kind of like experiencing itself. Because what else is there to do? Like, it's kind of funny to think of like the OG original consciousness as like just a board, a board entity that's like, well, I'm just here. What do I do? I guess I'll just create everything and see what happens. Uh, I think, I think the point is for us to learn like, like karmic spiritual lessons. That's the contract that you're, that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I I think breaking that contract probably racks up a huge karmic debt. And you have to come back and do it again. If you're you're here and you treat people like shit, you probably come back as a lower life, uh, like some uh, like born in a bad situation. Now there are people who are born in situations that are really undesirable. That's whole goal is to learn the game of that situation, to uh, overcome that situation. You have to look at it like that. This is my whole one hundred percent belief, man. That everything uh, yeah. is spiritual. This is a spiritual battle. And, you know, we talked about this before, you know, the aliens attacking all that stuff. I don't think aliens come here in ships. I, I don't either. Are all, no. all, Never all, seen one. <laughs> I think it's I've all. Seen, I've seen entities step out of glowing balls of light and they're made of energy and they walk up and, you know, I kid you not, one was in my bedroom and it touched me. I didn't feel anything physical. It felt like electricity. And like, it's weird, you know, like I say that and I feel this weird feeling like, damn, that sounds crazy as shit, but (laughs) you know, whatever. It's real. It's your truth. It's like, it literally actually happened to you. And, and that's, that's the only way you heal trauma. That's the only way that you get stuff off your chest is tell people, talk about it. Yeah. And like, why, why would you lie? Exactly. Yeah. There would be no motive. Well, you know, when I was 15, my dad's documentary, uh, UFOs Over Earth, it was put out by the Discovery Channel and this shady government organization who at the time we knew nothing about, like Illuminati and all that stuff. This was 2008. You know, I had never heard of that till 2012. Uh, And they came and they did the show. They put it out. And the reputation damage that it did to us was severe. I mean, I'm talking for... You know, the rest of eighth grade, I had to see a guidance counselor because of the trauma and the shock of like how this devastated my family. And like at one point, social services were coming around. I mean, it was it was chaotic. It was hectic. Mom and dad were fighting all because my dad saw beings in the woods and then, you know, went on TV and then everyone hated us and thought we were crazy. They said, you know, all kinds of shit like he was doing drugs. He was doing mushrooms in the woods, whatever. There were five witnesses there, too. And like, despite all that, despite the horror that I had to grow up with, uh, which I'm very grateful for because it, it made me stronger. It made me who I am today. 
But despite all that, despite the fact that we weren't paid, we were totally shit on by the public and the, essentially the United States government. Uh, why would I come out and continue to lie? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would I just like beg everyone to just hurt me more? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this to get back at every one of those people who like had something to do to fuck up my family back then or like the government and the lies that they're spreading. This, this is kind of like a, a positive revenge story, the podcast. Well, I'm super happy for you. You're doing great. And you just, you know, no matter what happens, as long as you're authentic, uh, the energy will be positive. If you're, if you're not authentic and you're not putting out positive energy, you get, you get God. I just, I've seen it happen more and more and more. Like, People who present a false narrative about themselves or their views in the world, eventually, you know, it it, it consumes you. You're, the negative energy consumes you. You see it happen all the time. Something very interesting. Uh, Charles Barkley said something about Rush Limbaugh. And I never liked Rush, and this made me just know I was on to it. He said that Rush Limbaugh once told him that he didn't believe half the shit he said. And... Rush Limbaugh always came off as not authentic, as a just a air air a, a big airbag. When he was going after drug acts, when he's popping pills, you know. And I know he's no longer with us, so it's not really you know the nice thing to do is to talk ill will of the dead. But I knew he was a scumbag, and that that quote, which I don't think that Charles Barkley realized what he was saying, but it just confirmed everything I thought. And it's just like, I've had, I've seen a lot of people uh, get clipped and not everyone deserves it, but some were because they were faking the funk. They weren't being authentic with who they were. And uh, I think the more honest you are, and it goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Ryan, the more honest you are, about like you and what you're going through and your strengths and in particular your weaknesses, uh, the more pe that resonates with people. And I again, yeah. here I am saying shit I say every time, but the last great family drama or the great family TV show on television was Breaking Bad because uh, everyone related to that family a lot more than it related to the Huxtables or yeah. the... <laughs> The fucking Brady Bunch, who one dad was a rapist, the other one died of AIDS because he was gay. <laughs> what about Modern Family? That was pretty, that was on point. Modern yeah, but family. how many people, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> with you. I but like, my point is, like, how many people relate to any of that? That, like, your somebody's wife is, is uh, some fat guy who, who used to be a, a, you, no, it's a meant, shoe It's salesman. meant to be relatable to, like, 3% of the population. Yeah. That, that's what, but it's also meant now. to make you feel like shit that you're yeah. not like that. Like yeah, blackish, blackish. You're definitely violent. not going after black people. Black people are not watching blackish and be like, oh, I can relate to that. The only reason I like blackish, I never watched it, but the reason I liked it because it presented something different than Snowfall or Snowflake. That here we are again, drug dealing fucking show for black people. Every show is about. That's why the Jordan Peele movies, I think, have such a wide appeal is because well, they're not, they don't come in with. Traditional. They're they, not like yeah. barbecue, right? And they don't or, have that intent, though. They're not. Welcome the to the car wash, right? right? <laughs> just like, it's just like, Yo, like some base shit. Stupid this stuff. is crazy as shit. 
but uh, Jordan Peele was one of the directors that those writers were shopping around to tell our family story. And believe it or not, he's actually a fan of my family story and it didn't work out. It fell through. Um, and it's just funny cause I go in the movie theater a couple weeks ago and he's coming out with an alien movie. So I'm like, fuck, that would have been my family. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. 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 But do you want that? To, I mean, like now you no. kind of look yeah, back. You would have been black, uh, dude. I yeah. Think yeah. The way they would have had you played by a black Yo, lesbian well, woman. Listen, well, listen, 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 you're not that far. That's, that's why it didn't go through. It, it, I mean, that's why it didn't go through. Cause they wanted to change. They wanted to change, which like I, I we were never that. supposed to say that publicly, but <laughs> who cares? Oops, he, yeah, he, he was. That was the reason. Yeah, he wanted to he, make our family. He's black. he's quoted as saying like, you know, I've seen enough uh, movies with white people. I, I'm not interested in making movies where white people are the are the main actors or whatever. You know what? That's his prerogative. That he's a director. That's cool. Whatever. But at the same time, you know, a, a large part of wanting to tell this story is to i don't know if i'd say vindicate but it's it's to shed light on on the Bledsoe family who have been traumatized and dicked around by the the you know these all these government government organizations and if you turn them into a different family then it's not about them anymore it, you know so that's that's he may not oh, want to put white people one. in movies but he better hope they show up because uh, <laughs> or he, you yeah. know he might not want uh white women white people in his movies but he loves them in his bedroom in his life yeah. with his wife <laughs> right i mean yeah. it's I mean, like, like that's movies. my favorite part i used to watch eddie griffin just call white people the devil in his three-hour act and then he'd go in the back and get his dick sucked by white chicks and i'm like yeah white people are the devil until they have pussies <laughs> then they're girlfriends right i mean <laughs> and, and, but nobody Nobody cares about any of that. It's because it's all meant to be just everybody plays a character. Uh, What is your character? You play this character. And is that character that much different than who you really are? And if it is, that's why you fall. This is why brands die. This is why Ellen got taken out because she wasn't authentic to who she was. There's an old clip of Ellen going, I don't like mean comedy. Comedy doesn't have to be mean. Oh yeah. But behind closed doors, you're a total bitch, right? I mean, on stage, (laughs) nice off stage, sacrificing children to Moloch. Gotcha. (laughs) Hey, um, the guy who showed up and he like put death threats on us. um, Totally. He, he invited my dad to Bohemian Grove of course he didn't go, but, um, he also told me that, um, that they understand or they believe some sects within the CIA. It's like this little fringe cult of people who are obsessed with the end of the world. And they harass people who are close to the truth. Like my family. Um, he told me on the phone that they believe that God and Satan are one being and that they do do false flags. And we're talking like CIA (coughs) people. We're not talking some fucking random he told me they do things like the Vegas massacre, 9-11, all that stuff to whip us into shape and show us tough love. Well, it's what? also, dude, goes back to manifestation. Everything is manifestation. They're trying to manifest us to beg them to take away our guns, to manifest us to beg them to go into wars we don't really need. Everything's about manifest. I mean, look at this shooter that they just had. You know, we are talking. Well, yeah, manifesto. (laughs) But he's like, I mean, like they couldn't script it even. It's impossible to script this even more. I'm going to kill as many black lives as I can. Come on, man. We were just talking about off the line. Is that the word a guy who hates black people is going to say? 
Is that is that the word? Well, I, I think I mean it, more than even a false flag. It might be it might be brainwashing. No, I, like well, yeah. it's an MK Ultra situation. Exactly, I think exactly, exactly. they manipulate these guys, wind them up so much that they go and do stupid that, stuff. That's and then I'm they at, sit yeah. back, wait for that, and then they pounce on, going, "Look, we stopped this guy." Look, we yeah. stopped him. You're like, really? Like, imagine if a mass shooter started using, we killed all these Latinx. Yeah. Hello. Get the fuck out of here. I know you said <laughs> wetback and beaner You're right? and fucking Mexican. So the guy who hates black doesn't use the M word yeah, to describe no. who he wants to kill? Come on. He had it on the barrel of the gun. Come on, dude. It was on the barrel of the gun. It said hard ER. Too. Yeah, right? But in the yeah. manifesto? Yeah, not on like, the manifesto. Yeah, it's so ridiculous, that's, dude. That's weird. Yeah, that's really it, weird. That doesn't matter. Of course add up. it is, it, man, because listen to me. New York, California, Democrats. They need to whip up the base to have any chance of like dude, in order to order to steal an election, you have to be within a certain certain bit to so it doesn't come off as completely unauthentic, inauthentic. So they have to whip up enough people talking about it so they can jack. So I, I, Johnny and I, we talked about this earlier in the episode. I think there's more people that are less Demo Democrat than people believe. Now, I'm not saying it's everybody. I think there's a lot that they, they're trying everything to press the buttons of the progressive left to get them emotionally involved in this upcoming election. You know what else I had on it? Virgin. What virgin wants to let everybody know they're a virgin? Oh, so he's an incel now. What? Yeah, he's an incel. He went off as incel. Like, yeah. Yeah, who uh, wants that to know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's uh, that's the least thing you ever tell someone it's as an 18-year-old. so 18 -year -old. stupid. The whole yeah, thing. That's, that's now, true. lives are lost. We're not taken away from that. But what they're trying to make us believe right. went down conveniently for their narrative. Like it's like all these COVIDs, the COVID's crashing. Nobody's believing that. The Ukraine is so obviously a money laundering situation, right? Today, a lot of people don't want to talk about. Today, Sussman goes on trial in the Clinton trial. Shit. Right? Oh, whoa. That's so, huge. So that's huge. He they got that's that huge. dude dead to rights. Listen to AH uh um what's his name on the on YouTube, man. He's he breaks down everything. H. A. Goodman, H. A. Goodman oh. will break down everything going on in this trial. He nails it, and dude, they got this dude dead to rights. And the reason this is bad because the FBI is complicit in it. And this yep. begins the unraveling to what is going to be known as something bigger than, which should be bigger than Watergate. Hey, have you guys seen Ozark yet? I can't watch it. Johnny loves yeah, it. Yeah, I, have. yeah, I saw it. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I was going to You come can. Up with I don't care. I mean, like. Does anybody here care if I spoil Ozark? Go for it. I don't care. I've watched it. I mean, like, if you love okay. Ozarks, spoiler fast alert. forward two minutes okay, spoiler, forward. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so I'm actually watching the finale tonight. And, and it's, it's a great show, but that's not here nor there. I'm in season four. I'm literally like second to last episode. Got one more. And where it's at now, where it's like boiling to, you know, get to the end or whatever. Um, they have literally, they're trying to install a shadow drug cartel through the FBI to have FBI complicit drug lords run a shadow cartel, which pays out the United States FBI. It's the craziest thing wow. it's right there. Well, Say in, that one crazy, more time. It, it, you mean okay. exactly what's happening in real life, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So let me say it one more time. I'll, I'll try to not be as dumb with it. 
Um, they, the, the main character, Jason Bateman. Yeah. He is working a deal with the FBI of the show. Cause it, it gets to that point where he's like working with the FBI and they are trying to install a shadow cartel uh, to run through the FBI. It's just right there in your face. Like, you know, they're doing that shit in real life. The FBI would be controlling the cartel and the cartel would be paying them off by allowing yep. them to take a certain X yeah, percentage. That's of the, called the CIA, right? Like the that's what's yeah. happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. but CIA. it's in the show. It's right there in the show. Yeah. They're not even quiet about it. It's the plot. Cocaine import agency. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we definitely said. And, and like, I'm not gonna lie, I feel uncomfortable saying shit like that, knowing that like extremely high level CIA officers watch the interviews I do. And they well, they come face. to my shows. I mean, I did oh. a show in Baltimore. A guy whose intelligence was literally like, "Yeah, I'm in intelligence." Oh. They were. At, I read him. I go, "You're probably like some kind of intelligence worker." They were at Flowfest asking for 3D guns and last names. Oh my god, I forgot about. Hey, Can and I to get the your Dallas Cowboy, Dallas, uh the Dallas homicide detective that was calling me my number got shut down on my yeah i know who you're talking about he's Bro, the homie do you hey, do you talk to him yeah yeah he's the homie email him I email him for yeah. me i'll i'll flex a little uh, personal anecdote i uh long story i can tell you later if you really want to know the details again i'm an open book but i found myself in 2015 at a bar mitzvah in new york city for uh robin leach's literally robin leach's grandson and uh i held hands in line with the deputy director of the cia and danced at the bar mitzvah as well as being in the same room as the guy who ran the entire uh cia spy program for the united states and like that's that's some of the people i've brushed shoulders with because as a little boy i was seeing aliens and shit you know and it, it's crazy. I mean, I'll tell you all about it. I'm I'm totally an open book, but so are they cool? Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. Very Damn. cool. Like, because there's this whole Some notion of them, that Some of them are good people, not all of them. I'll tell you anything you want to know, seriously. Yeah, that's comedians, dude. There's a lot of great comics, and even some of the people that's that people. everyone that's hates. That's humans. That's people. Not really everybody in the that. CIA is evil. I can I can tell you that for a fact. But I don't trust the organization as a whole. I don't trust the top, you know. But I have personally witnessed through face to face encounters dozens of times. There are people with these positions who want to do good, you know. But I don't have faith that the organizations will allow this to happen. So what does it even matter, you know? Interesting. 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 We live in interesting times, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've got pictures with these people and everything. Like, I'm. It is what it is, man. It's history. It is what it is, dude. And it's all mental psyop, and that's why you guys have to look inside and stop falling for everything. Like for me, it's like okay, so you have to get ready for if it comes your doorstep, doorstep. But what are you going to do outside of? It never coming to your doorstep, right? It's like that's yeah. kind of where you got to get to, man. It's just like everybody about it. freaks out about all this stuff all the time. You're just gonna live in this super hyper level of anxiety where they can manipulate you, and it happens on both sides. I see when people start getting conspiracies, all they want to do is save the world. I totally understand that, dude. But <laughs> yes. you just run around crazy like a chicken with your head cut off, and then it just like. It's just like you're you're never going to be able to reach anybody. You want to change people, be the example of change. That's yeah. how you do it.
you taught me about abundance and that was pretty, uh, that was life changing for me in a way because me too. I, I always believed in being generous and just being a good person. But when you broke it down to me after I had recorded with you on zero, we talked for like 30 minutes actually um, that night. I don't know if you remember. And you were just breaking it down about like why you practice the model of abundance. And ever since then I, I've, I've adopted that and it's, it's changed my life in every possible way positively 100 percent. if you're financial yeah. fear walk around hand out 20s to fucking people fives to people i'm telling you people think i'm crazy when you're fucking down and out do something for others and your life yeah. changes it's when karma you're, when you're it's really the law in your of attraction yeah 100 percent. it's it's like it's explained like this the law of attraction you you are a being of you're a being of light. You you really are. Like your soul is a, is your light body, so to speak. And yeah, we're getting mystical, but fuck it. I and like mystical. Is that like bad? I mean, what do you want? We can talk. No, it's what do you want to talk show. more aliens? Our, I could talk aliens. Our, it That's is our show. entire show is just yep. deep mystical shit. Yep. And um, in, in like a very positive way. Oh yeah. And anyway, so like you are a being of light. You have a light body, a soul. It's it's your eternal person, your eternal being. And like, that's the ancient Egyptian law as above, so below, whatever you do in this reality is uh, mirrored to, or tied to every other version of yourself in every reality, your spirit, your light body, your mind, you know, your emotional states uh, affect the state of your soul and et cetera, et cetera. So when you do really positive things and you do really good and loving things, it affects your soul, your consciousness, but your consciousness has the power to attract similar energies or similar fields of energy from other consciousness is in another realm. So like when you are a negative fucking person, you're always mopey, you're always bitching, you're never grateful for anything. Your life's going to suck for the rest of your life until you, you know, get yourself in gear and turn that around. If you're positive, if you give freely, if you help other people, if you forgive others and yourself, you are going to on a soul level attract other energies or other souls that are like the state that you are becoming, you know, I it's, agree the, with it's that. attraction, it's attraction, it's magnetism and attraction. And honestly, man, I'll tell you this, um, that is written that way in ancient occult literature. It's, it's just what they believe since the times of Egypt. You're Alistair Crowley said this, and although he's a sick, nasty motherfucker, the statement is still true. I would never defend Alistair Crowley. My theory on him is that he was used by the elites to pervert some of the mystical knowledge, you know, but like when you compare him to some ancient shit, like some of the stuff he was saying was true. Like he's a wacko, don't like him, have to get that out of the way. But some of the stuff he said was good. And that's the hard part, you know. And he said, you are a star. I think it's true. I think in some weird way, your energy is like a star and it's magnetically gravitating other hypothetically celestial bodies or other stars or other souls to it based on the state that you're in. And that's how law of attraction is explained. I totally agree. 100%. But fuck Aleister Crowley, seriously. Yeah, it's all good, dude. It's all Weird good. guy. He had a fart fetish. That's pretty funny. Is yes, that real? Oh, really? Yes, yeah, he really, yeah, he really yeah. did. He dude. really did. He wrote poems as a child, as a 10-year-old <laughs> child. He has a famous poem. And I only know this because, you know, I we have a podcast too and we study this shit and we teach about it. So we're really read up on it. And he has a poem. I think it's called Cecilia farts. And he, <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty dude. And like, yeah, he was a weirdo. Cecilia Yo, farts. My Yo. daughter farted yesterday. I'm so proud of her. I mean, it was a girl. <laughs> She's two and it was a Maybe grown you have a person too. fart. 
I'm I so remember, proud of her. That's beautiful. I remember listening to the tinfoil episode when you announced that they were born and you were going to name them Ghost and Ninja. Yeah. I swear to you. I told my wife, I told my wife, I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing I have ever heard. He legally named his daughters Ghost and Ninja. Yeah, dude, you get you it. You did? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking epic. Yes, yes, That's yes. sick. Yeah. I have That's ghosts. the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. They're going to love it I when said. they're they're like teenage girls trying to meet boys. And they're oh, like, they're gonna hate that, what's your name? Ghost and Ninja? Shut up. Yeah, they really are. Because <laughs> yeah, really, my dad was fucking, cool. No. What were the other options? Awesome. What? what was on the short list? What were the other names? I wanted yeah. to call one of them Anna after Anunnaki, but that didn't go <laughs> oh, anywhere. Dude, oh, it's going to be funny when she ghosts her first dude. Oh, yeah. I got Ooh, ghosted by ghosts. Oh, dude, that's going to be epic. No way. All right. Ryan, Nick, you came. You dropped the hammer of the gods. Great episode. I'm uh, super excited. Us. One more time, tell them where they can find both of you guys. We'll start, Nick. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bledsoe said so is the podcast. It's behind Ryan. We talk about cool metaphysical, mystical shit, new age, new age drip. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitter. It's just Nick underscore firm F E R M. That's it. We also, well, not quite. We also have Patreon. Yeah, and, I was gonna let you do that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. And Rockfin. So we have uh, Patreon. Uh, we just did that on our own. It's going very well. We've had it for a month, and it's like blowing up. And we are honestly super grateful. Um, and like, we just couldn't be more thankful for, for what's been going on with that. And we also have Rockfin. shout out my dude on his own fucking show, Sam Tripoli, because he personally got us on Rockfin. I eternally grateful for that. I um, so what's up? Strings. I pulled a couple strings. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Well, I mean, you kind of like are the strings now. You're the the comedy strings. I am. So, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I am powerful. What, what are, in, what's in your own way, I, I accidentally like tickled a string and, and next thing you know, we're on Rockfin. So bam. <laughs> Anyway, we got Patreon Rockfin, Bledsoe said so. Just look us up. We're on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. It was a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, go to samtriply.com again for all my shows. Michigan, Chicago. I mean, Michigan, Ohio. Then we have some, um, some in San Diego on uh, June 9th. So go check it out, samtriply.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I did. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack.